0: And painless pro wrestling podcast. Uh I think we can call this season 3. Uh officially season officially three? S- is this is this the launch. This is the launch. We have uh taken a break from our um Disney review podcast. Uh
1: which you yeah, you guys
0: just missed out on. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we talked about the uh, animation funks of Snow White and Cinderella, so, you know, maybe check out that channel when you're done with this one. Yeah.
1: If you can find it, good luck. Yeah,
0: it's, yeah, it's it's on the dark web. <laughs> the dark, dark, dark web. <laughs> but my name is Carter.
1: And my name is Dylan, and we... This is a uh, Sunday edition, probably Monday for when it comes out. Well, let's uh, hope it's Monday.
0: Know. I mean, no yeah. no editing snafus will prevent this from coming out on Monday. As long as we don't go over an hour. <laughs> well, <laughs> fingers crossed.
1: <laughs> yeah, talking to you, Soundtrap.
0: <laughs> we have much less to catch up on this week, having recorded last week. So hopefully that'll keep us under an hour. But I don't know. I mean, it did, a lot did happen this week. Um, which is kind of our catchphrase, I guess. We we usually say that. A lot, a lot to talk about.
1: Yes, lots to talk about. Um, also, it is what it is.
0: So we say that too.
1: Is another yeah. Is another catchphrase. We say that. Um, we
0: say um, we'll see what happens. That's another one. We'll wait and see. Wait we'll and wait, wait and see, see. Wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah these are all seasons past um, catchphrases. Maybe we'll come up with some new ones. I don't know.
1: And. They are all copyrighted too, so please do
0: not Right. Yeah, we have trademarked we filed a trademark with um the the the, the trademark police.
1: Trademark police.
0: That's, <laughs> so that's not what they're called? Oh I think I think I think we've been scammed, Dylan. We better check the company card, make sure there's no outstanding uh, charges on there.
1: Uh, yeah, I need to cancel that check that I sent.
0: Them oh. Really fast. Hang on, I'm pulling up the transaction history now. What are all of these 900 numbers?
1: <laughs> all it says is ha 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 ha. <laughs> <on> my receipt. <laughs>
0: that seems legit. Yeah. Um,
1: but b- what? Yeah, like you said, lots, lots, uh, lots to catch up on this
0: week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah
1: lot, lots of stuff happened. Things were. Uh, things happened. People wow. People went bye bye. I
0: tell you what, we are just reeling them in right now. People cannot wait to to hear what we have to say next. <laughs> I know I can't. <laughs> uh, okay, well, you know what? To hell with it. Let's uh, let's get right to it. Uh, what what are you referring to there when you say people went bye bye?
1: Well, I mean, with the recent news of Bray Wyatt being released by WWE.
0: Yeah, breaking news um, two days ago. So, yeah. now, you know. <laughs> yeah, yesterday. <so. laughs> breaking um, is still being broke. Mr. Wyndham Rotunda, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt, a.k.a. The Fiend, has been released by WWE. What was your reaction when you heard that?
1: I was honestly surprised. I really was. Because he, last time he was on TV, well the last match he had was at WrestleMania against Randy Orton, right? Yeah, yeah. I believe. Okay. And then he was he did a little promo the next night on Raw saying I don't know, whatever that he's gonna take a little break, but he'll be back, you know, stronger than ever or something along those lines. Yeah, he was
0: looking forward to a fresh start. Yes, that's what it is. Which I, I mean, <clears throat> no truer words have <laughs> ever been spoken. He's not wrong. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I uh when you sent me that cuz I hadn't been paying attention I kind of you know uh turned everything off for the week um at that point but uh yeah you sent that over to me and I was I thought it was a joke. I thought it, I thought you had been punked. Oh no. No.
1: I was not seeing punked by this.
0: <laughs> but it was a pump uh well <laughs> hey listen, pump? we're not in mid-season form yet so we uh we stand to have a few uh Dilemmas. Botches. <laughs> F-ups. Yeah. Yeah. But that, and that was one. Um, I was going to say pipe bomb. <laughs> uh, I was going to work that in somehow. That's what I, I think that's the new challenge for season three. I just come up with terms, and I'll say them at the beginning, and I'll say, all right, Dylan, your challenge is to work this term into our conversation at some point. Mm. What's a, we'll, uh, <laughs> you don't like that? We'll, we'll go over uh, that in the mm, meeting. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, enough about that. But yeah, I thought for sure that was a, a mistake. Um, that maybe you'd clicked on like a, a satire website or something that was like, oh, here's something funny. Bray Wyatt's been released. Wouldn't
1: be, yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if everybody read this one, uh, the next morning?
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, I just got yeah. clicks. That's I, I, I definitely thought that that was the case. It is... Um, it was surprising. I mean, when Braun Strowman was released, I was surprised because I thought that, you know, WWE is the land of the giants and he is the monster among men. So you would you would think that he would never um, go anywhere. He'd be kind of protected like, say, Baron Corbin. <laughs> um, yeah, for whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Braun Strowman released. I was like, okay, well, that that is surprising, but I'm not that surprised. Bray Wyatt being released really like, it, it, it made me like second guess WWE Yeah I was uh, like what what are you looking for exactly if if this ain't it what are you looking for
1: <laughs> Yeah Well <laughs> I don't know um well, they're apparently looking for Baron Corbin to get himself back on his feet. That's right.
0: At this point, that was you yeah. Know, that,
1: they're pretty focused on that.
0: They looked at the they looked at the bottom line. They were like, "Wait, we're paying Bray Wyatt. How much? Let's give that to Baron Corbin. The guy needs help."
1: Yeah, he needs it more than he does. So.
0: <laughs> I, um, it, I it truly it like angered me. Uh, you know, I mean, to be completely honest, you know, we we I like to think we do a pretty good job of of covering both AEW and WWE. Maybe we skew a little bit more heavily towards AEW. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we still give WWE their their fair share, I think. Um, but this this just sent me over the edge. I don't ever want to talk about WWE ever again.
1: Well, you were really that angry about No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I, yeah. I really was like,
0: <laughs> I, I mean, and I texted you when they when you sent me that. I was like, how do you mess this up? How do you as WWE, how do you mess this up? I don't know. I mean, I
1: think like for me personally, it kind of started. It kind of threw me off a little bit when they kind of went like with the more supernatural route with them. You think so? As far as as far as this character, for me personally, um, because let's be honest, some of that stuff was ridiculous that they were yeah, like the red light and the swamp fight with Braun Strowman yeah. mm-hmm. and the uh, with the Punhouse match with Cena
0: yeah that, that was <laughs> that was something I don't even know what to say about uh, that
1: yeah yeah so I mean but you can obviously tell that the guy's really creative
0: though um, easily one he, of the, the one of the most creative minds in wrestling in the last 20 years
1: and he like really throws himself into whatever he's doing yeah to like fully immerses himself into it. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was really surprising, especially since there were rumors that he was going to come back in August as well.
0: Yeah. And he was preparing for it too. I don't know. There was a recent picture that surfaced or whatever, where, um, you know, he had been training and everything and he's, I mean, he looks great. I mean, he has constantly, you know, kept up and, and, and evolved and gotten himself in shape, you know, um, he's come a long way from Husky Harris, yeah. but I mean, yeah, I just, it just really, it really kind of made me angry at WWE creative. Like, what are you doing? I mean, seriously, It just, yeah, I, 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 I just, um, <laughs> I had a loss for words. I really am. It just <laughs> blows still, my mind. You're still trying to find your words. I really it, am. Man. Hang on. Yeah. I, I know it'll help. Hold, please. That was uh, obnoxiously loud, so I apologize. But also... A La Lacrox. <laughs> Callback to season two. No, this is uh, yeah. this is not a Lacrox. This is a, a little harder than, than Lacrox. Ooh, Sprite. <laughs> no, this is... Um, uh, hang on. Well, you, you said the other day that you wanted more pro wrestling themed beers, right? So yeah, a, yeah, I did send you that. So this is not a Lex Lager. Um, this would be a... Yeah, I got thinking, nothing. I got nothing. Thinking,
1: thinking. <laughs> I'll just
0: say Tatanka IPA. How about that? That's, uh, that's not going to sell. You don't like it, it? it? At all. Okay. I'm just saying it's not going to sell. All right. How about this? Are you ready for this? It is a coffee stout, okay? Specifically uh-huh. Doinkin' Donuts. Huh? Mm. Huh? That that's huh? better than Tatanka IPA. I'd like listen, I'll buy I'll buy both of those. Take all my money, Dylan.
1: You know, it doesn't even need to have a fancy name. As long as it has a wrestler's face on it, I'm buying it. Doinkin so. donuts. Doinkin donuts, okay. Coffee stout. Coffee stout.
0: Okay. I, I'll I'll give that to you. I'll give it fact, to you. In fact, I'm gonna dump what I am actually drinking out. And just wait.
1: Wait, no, not the Tonka IPA, don't.
0: <laughs> and just wait for Doinkin' Donuts to be released. I'm that I'm excited not gonna, about it.
1: I'm not going to drink any more until a Doinkin' Donuts coffee cell is released.
0: That's right. I'm looking at you, Anheuser-Busch. What are you doing?
1: <laughs> or Bells. No. You know, Bells wants to jump
0: on that. Sure. Yeah. Hey, I'll come down there and teach the brewmaster what, what, what's what
1: some advertising secrets <laughs> yeah you
0: know? all right listen these cans and bottles are cool and all but how do we get this in a flower that i can put on my lapel yeah.
1: bells you, i mean you've done well for up to this point for the past 30 years but hmm. i'll take it from here <laughs> now yeah you just <laughs> you get that passenger seat right there
0: <laughs> thanks for nothing uh, but seriously, got side, we got <laughs> sidetracked for a minute. So I guess what I really want to talk about, though, um, and I, and I kind of threw this at you when we initially talked about it over the weekend. Where do we go from here? I mean, where does if you're Bray Wyatt, what? Um,
1: well, we just keep talking about it. I don't know where Bray goes,
0: but yeah. no, <laughs> <laughs> you in this scenario, you're Bray Wyatt.
1: I'm Bray Wyatt. You are. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, if I was
0: Bray Wyatt right now. Yeah. What do you do? Where do you go? What are your plans? Uh, Well, I mean, the guy, the guy is, is extremely intelligent, extremely creative. You would think that if you're not being used on television, if you're not being used at all, you've got to think, Mm -hmm. all right. In in let's say worst case scenario, I get released. What do I do? You know, like you, I would think especially in this climate that you as a wrestler have that in the back of your mind to some extent, right? Right. So I mean, what do you think that what what do you think is best for him?
1: Well, like I said, like you just said, in this climate, um, there are lots of options. Surprisingly, yeah um wow i don't know well i guess do you know if he's under like a 90-day no compete clause i think
0: that is still being uh discussed um everything that i'm reading nobody had any information on that okay so i don't know
1: well i mean let's talk it out the options i mean obviously the first option that comes to mind would be
0: AEW. Okay. So if he went to AEW, what does he do?
1: I was thinking about this today. Um so I would have to think that one of the thoughts that would pop into the, you know, people who do creative in
0: AEW would be, you know, the dark order. Yeah. And that was a, uh, and that was something I believe was trending on Twitter over the weekend was the, you had AEW fans saying, okay, well, this is it. Perfect opportunity for a new leader of the dark order. You know, since mm-hmm. Brody Lee was, was the leader and Brody Lee was previously under the tutelage of Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family. So yeah, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm.
1: I just wonder how you'd work that though. How would you set that up?
0: I would want, if it were me, I would want to bring in Rowan, Strowman, and Wyatt, and you would basically have like, almost like you're running the Dark Order as like a, I mean, like a dark corporation, right? So Evil Uno and Stu Grayson are obviously, you know, they're they're high up in the Dark Order, at least that's how it was previously, right? Like... Hey, you answer to me, but ultimately I answer to the Exalted One. And so, now there is obviously no Exalted One, but you could create the scenario that there is someone above the Exalted One. And so, maybe you don't like this already, I can tell. I don't like this, yeah. (sighs) Okay, well then, let's hear your freaking ideas.
1: Hmm. If I was to bring Bray Wyatt into the Dark Order... I would have um. Hmm, what would I do? I would have him come in and say all these things about how currently the Dark Order is weak. I mean, look at him, you. I don't know if you'd, he'd necessarily say this, but you have a cowboy for a leader, a cowboy who can't win for his team. Something along those lines, you know. Um, you know, do it, in, <laughs> do it in the Bray Wyatt voice. Just, uh, you know, you guys portray yourself as, you know, the heroes in this story when actually you're the villain. You forgot that you are the villains, and that's why you become weak, you know. Um I'm coming in to uh, continue what my brother started. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: no, I mean, I guess that's, I like that. I guess that's where I was going. I, I, I got a little sidetracked with the whole hierarchy of the Dark Order. But, yeah. you know, I guess that's kind of my thought is you would bring in Strowman and Rowan also because they would be the ones kind of carrying out the, the punishment of Bray Wyatt to Evil Uno and Stu Grayson and the rest of the Dark Order. Like,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know, what the F are you guys doing? Like, how are you not the tag champs? How are you not, you know, the TNT champ? How, how have you not capitalized on the success? And, you know, to your point, maybe it's because you've gotten so distracted by, you know, trying to be the heroes with your your, your cowboy playmate.
1: Yeah, when actually, yeah, you've forgotten that you were the villains, and that's what made you weak is because you forgot you you were
0: the villains. Yeah. Problem is, you can't like use you said, you can't really use the word villain.
1: I think in this scenario, you can.
0: Yeah, but I, th- I think it would, I think it would work in this scenario. I mean, it would, but you got to think that with the way that the AEW faithful is, they'd be like villain. Oh, it's Marty Skrull.
1: No, I don't think they would think. That yeah, otherwise. probably not. But I, I no, no. That's 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 getting a little too deep into it. A little too deep. Um, but yeah, I would just have them, like I said, say that. Yeah, I I'm I've come in to complete what my brother started, and blah blah blah, something along those lines.
0: Well, one thing I've noticed if you go to. Um Bray Wyatt's Instagram. First of all, he changed his handle. It's now the Wyndham Rotunda, which is of course his real name. Um, mm-hmm. But it's uh, the Cult of Wyndham. It says the Cult of Wyndham coming soon. Hmm. The cult of Wyndham. See, I liked him
1: better when he was like this, that cult leader, like you saw with the Wyatt family. Me too. Yeah. Like that was real. That was really i I love that stuff. that was really compelling stuff, and it was fun to watch. I mean, like I said, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way when they started giving him supernatural powers and I was like, no, you don't need to do that. just the guy can talk, you know mm-hmm. the guy he doesn't need powers to you know be a fascinating character. I mean, he already is exactly. by the way he can he can talk and bring people in
0: well and, and think about the the cult leaders of American history. Right. With Charlie Manson and Jim Jones, you know, obviously they didn't have supernatural powers. Right. They were just very charming or convincing or whatever. You know, they could they could talk their way through things and allow, you know, and and basically prey on the weak minded. Right. That was the whole idea. And that you're right. I think the, the original Wyatt family Bray Wyatt character was. um I mean, ultimately, that's what draw drew everyone in. That's what made people uh, a fan of his. Um, and the fiend, I think, and again, this this just kind of speaks to the genius of him. Is I think that he took the the fiend character and like the the Firefly Funhouse as a way to kind of bridge the gap between the WWE PG era to something that could be, you know, darker and more. Um, Adult friendly or sadistic, you know, and and you think about when they were really given the fiend airtime. If you think about it, it was he wasn't until the second or third hour of Raw, so it was when that PG audience was going to bed, you know, right? So it worked. So you don't necessarily need to do something similar for something like AEW that has, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, pizza cutters um, <laughs> and. and, and <laughs> oh, we'll get we'll get into that so. <laughs> Pains of glass, you know. We'll get into that. You, know, yeah, um, we'll into that. Y- you have no reason to um, soften up the audience, so to speak. So you could do something that is a little bit more. And and I think we we may have mentioned this before, but it was very like True Detective, like season one. True Detective. I don't know if you watched that with Matthew McConaughey. And uh, um, no, no. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I didn't. What the? Okay. You need to immediately watch <laughs> True Detective season one. We are ending the
1: show right now, <laughs> and we will not record again until I watch all of True Detective
0: season one. I can't Matthew McConaughey, and uh, man, the guy's name is escaping me. This happens to me all the time. I swear, every time we're recording, I, the, <sighs> white men can't jump. Not Wesley Snipes. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Woody Harrelson <laughs> and Matthew McConaughey Season 1, True Detective It's about like mm-hmm. a, a backwoods Country, you know, cult Basically, and it's you know, I mean, it's a crazy good Show, and unfortunately season 2 Sucked ass, and season 3 Wasn't good either um, Yeah. But season 1, dude That was right around Shortly thereafter is when the Bray Wyatt character Came out, and it was just like, it was so Synergistic so check it out; it's really good.
1: Well, he also based that on um, Cape, the Cape Fear guy too. Mm. The villain from Cape Fear.
0: I always I always confuse Cape Fear with the movie Fear with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, I think it was the same well, same yeah, same it's, uh, time fear in the title. And, right. Yeah, uh, the word "Fear" yeah. just throws me. Um, yeah. No I think it was the same same year um, All you Google wizards at home Can check, fact check me I'm going to get fact checked on our own show We're going to get cancelled over this <laughs> Yep
1: um, Was it also in the What mid 90's WWE also had a Character that was very similar To the villain in Cape Fear um, Yeah Yeah
0: what was his name? Oh my God, Dylan! Why aren't you bringing notes? He had,
1: he had no, he had like he had basically like the same outfit.
0: Yeah, it's that, it's who he based uh,
1: his character on. Yeah, it's who he based his character on. I forget the mercy something.
0: Yeah, yeah, because that's who his, uh, fuck buzzard. Yeah, Firefly Funhouse character was based on. Yeah. Oh my it's God, mercy something. So. We're getting just fact checked left and right. Yeah. If we uh, actually,
1: Dylan, you were wrong. It was in the year 1993, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, you know it was uh, Mercy Williams. Who was it? So next time, I don't know if it was really Mercy Williams, but
0: <laughs> I'm trying to Google it right now. <laughs> You're looking it up right now. <laughs> Ugh, God, I don't even. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah anyway screw all of you
1: fact checkers so
0: so yeah my thoughts i mean i would love to see the dark order thing i would love to see um i would love to see him not sign with aew also i would love to see him just be independent you know if if there's anybody that could do it it's him you know and and kind of use that same likeness that same character that he comes up with whatever it is to be used everywhere you know show up at at impact show up at roh Show up at AEW, all doing the same things. And, you know, basically, I mean, it's kind of crazy to, to, as we're, yeah, as we're talking through it, I mean, he could just be, (laughs) I, I, I hate to say it like this, but almost like a YouTube vlogger, you know, like a YouTube influencer where... He has. He is his own enterprise, right? So he could show up anywhere, and all of his reasonings behind it live on this YouTube channel. You know what I mean? I mean, think about how many subscribers he could have to that. Mm-hmm. And he could truly monetize it. I mean, he. It, it's it's so crazy, and I and again, this is we're just thinking out loud. I mean, there's really no like concrete thought behind this, but I mean, that's just. Yeah. But but my we don't know what we're talking about. So, well, my I mean, point is is that a character or or um, a method actor, so to speak, as Bray Wyatt is the the possibilities are endless, and that's what blows my mind about WWE. Like you really let this person go. I mean, I I, I saw somebody somebody uh, um, had an article that was like. You're really going to let this guy go out. Oh, I think it was uh, um, uh, Mickey James. Mickey James commented oh, yeah, on I it. I did see that too. Yeah, I did see that too. She was like, You're going to let this guy go and make boatloads of money with someone else. Yeah. I mean, and that's truly what it is. It is just the head scratcher of all head scratchers. You know, budget cuts. Well, and they say that the budget cuts. Sorry, kid, it's budget cuts. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good Johnny ace impression yeah. yeah uh but but truly though if if that is what it is, it is budget cuts, and they're just trying to to get to a number. Do you believe that they are trying to sell
1: uh I don't know, I don't know, I'm sure it'll happen at some point when I don't know, I couldn't tell you um. They just had their uh, WWE. Just had their uh, earnings call. Their earnings call. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They had their earnings call. Someone grilled him about AEW, and Vince was basically like, "Oh, you know, we don't see them as competition." Okay. Well, wait a year. Right. Maybe not at this point.
1: They're not competition. And didn't he make the comment that he'd be more than happy to send them more talent? Yeah. Which, uh, I, that, I don't know about that. That was kind of, you
0: know, a little bit of a backhand ca- comment, I think. It's stupid. I mean, it, you know, it was, yeah. you, it, we talked about it in the last episode, the interlude. If you haven't heard it, please feel free to go back and listen. Uh, but it, it's, um, words. You know, <laughs> <laughs>
1: we speak them. We read them. <laughs> Sometimes we write them.
0: Oh, uh, shoot! I already <laughs> forgot what I was saying. Damn, yeah. doinking donuts! <laughs> I really want one right now. Uh, no, but it, it's it's the 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 Vince still believes he's the six hundred pound gorilla, and I guess if you're looking at ratings, then sure, okay, yeah. But I mean, you can't deny it. they. Right now, they are the number one wrestling promotion in the world, and and there is no denying that. And I get that, but like, yeah, they are that this whole this whole mentality of we've always been here, so we'll always be here, that does not withstand the test of time. Look at fucking Blockbuster. You think that worked out for them? You know, like you you have to evolve. and, and it's funny because he was the one that said that to Paul Heyman when they got their TV deal. He said, "You have to evolve." And Mm -hmm. now here you are in this age, refusing to evolve when you have, I mean, you have another promotion, a rival promotion that is giving the hardcore wrestling fans exactly what they've wanted. You know, these are the people that you've basically spat in their face for the last 22 years. Like you're. You have to evolve. You just have to. It just, it, 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 it's it, this, this arrogance is just, oh, man, it's irritating.
1: Well, then how does WWE evolve then from what they are right now? How, what, what direction would they need to go in?
0: Well, I mean, I would stop. I, I think your storylines need to get better. You, your creative team needs to get better. You need a little bit more. I mean, yeah,
1: these these are all yeah, these are all things that are probably said like on a week to week, you know, month to month basis. Like,
0: yeah, but I think yeah, it, I mean, it honestly and with with pro wrestling, I think it is that simple. I mean, because quite frankly, how much different is AEW the WWE? Um, and and what I mean by that is not you know, like let's not list the things, but like how hard is it for WWE to to alter course and be. What AEW is not that they need to be exactly what it is, but truly it's a it's literally a weekly change. Oh, we're gonna do this this way that from now on. It's it's not really a, a complete organizational restructure by any means,
1: right? I don't know. It's just like at this point, they do like WWE does have their built-in fan fan base, and you know a lot of that. A lot of that fan base is probably just you know the general wrestling fan not like the hardcore wrestling fan that you see in we'll just say AEW for example mm-hmm. you know but and they've uh catered to just that general wrestling fan for years and years and years and years and um and they have a certain formula that they follow would you would you agree with that yeah that like, caters to the just the general wrestling fan and the definitely. kids too. Definitely. The kids. Yeah. They are definitely like very kid friendly. Um kid friendly promotion. So do you think like altering, I mean altering that in order to bring in, you know, that more hardcore wrestling fan, do you think that's going to possibly alienate uh just like the general general WWE wrestling fan and the kids do you think that will alienate them away from the product I guess it just depends on what what they do
0: I don't think so I think the only reason I say no is because look at the attitude era I mean you and I I, I bring in the attitude era (laughs) it, (laughs) it it is literally the answer to your question I mean you and I were kids during the attitude era you know, so in terms of catering to kids, we were interested in that, you know. And so I, I, again well, I'm, I'm not
1: I'm not talking like I'm not talking like teenagers. I'm talking, you know, probably the younger kids, you know, maybe like the 8 to 12 year olds possibly. Well,
0: I mean they they got rid of the, the network, so I think that that was their bridge. The network was the bridge for sure. And my biggest thing about the network is you ha- literally have your own network, like 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can fill it with wrestling. How many shows did they have on the network that was live wrestling? 205 Live, NXT UK, okay, NXT. They had
1: tons of like, tons of
0: like original programming. Right. But how many live wrestling programs did they have? NXT UK, NXT Two oh five live and 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 I use the term live loosely because I know it was recorded. Well, I mean,
1: well, are you taking into account the pay per views? Mm, The quote unquote pay per yeah pay per
0: views too. Yeah. Okay. So, but but let's say they're all on different days. You you've got four days, and each one is on average two hours. What are you doing with the rest of that time? I don't. It just. They they would send out these surveys, and I don't know if you ever got these surveys, but they would send out surveys where it's like... I've seen them, yeah. I've seen them. Yeah, would you like to see a more, um, uh, like, TVMA program on WWE Network? Yes. What do you do with the results of those surveys? Nothing? Throw them in the trash? Because, like, I don't know anyone that said no to that, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. You had... I mean, and I'll beat the, the point to death, but you have nothing but time to fill and you don't even like you can't even have more live wrestling. I mean, you were at a time where you were you were signing people just to sign them. Put them on your network, you know, create some type of graduation system of like, OK, I just signed you. So you are going to be wrestling in, on my network for people to see tomorrow. And if people get behind you, guess what? You'll graduate to NXT or whatever that progression looks like. But the point is, Mm -hmm. it's like, I own the wrestling airwaves. So, I mean, I just, like, talk about mismanagement. And I guess that's the theme. We're talking about mismanaging Bray Wyatt. Now they're just getting the cock. Yeah, yeah. And everybody, I think everybody at uh, Money in the Bank got the cock. <laughs> oh <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> You would think Tyler Durden was back there splicing splicing right. pictures in. Oh god! Shout out Fight Club. Uh, Fight Pit.
1: Well, there's our um, there's our WWE portion. Yeah, wow, that was pretty <laughs> oh, heavy. We sp- yeah, we spent like 35 minutes on that. Thirty minutes. All right. What else do you WWE? want to talk about?
0: Is that it? Are we done? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm wrapping this up now, aren't we? Doinkin
1: Donuts. Doinkin Donuts. Uh,
0: talk about AEW. <sighs> we have to.
1: I mean, we kind of have to.
0: All right. So Nick Freaking Gage versus Jericho. Well,
1: let's no. Hold on. No. Uh, no. Let's go. Let's let's go to the. Uh, can we talk about the opening match first?
0: Uh, dude, I don't even remember the opening match. Oh, yeah, I do. It 10 man. The, uh, yeah. Toon Squad. Yeah. Toon Squad versus Toon the squad Monstars. Versus the
1: Dar- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
1: What'd you think yeah, of that? I, um, I like the uh, the Monstars mm-hmm. entrance. Yeah, me that too. Was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what really confuses me, though, is, like, this match had some pretty high stakes
0: in it. Would you agree? It did have high stakes, and I know exactly where you're going because we were texting yeah. through it. So, yeah. yeah. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, Dark Order and Paige come out looking like badasses, taking this seriously because they know what's ahead of them and, you know, what the stakes are for Paige yep. and for um, Uno and Grayson. Yeah. So.
0: By the way, I love Stu Grayson. That dude is so underrated. So, Moving on. <laughs> so then
1: <laughs> we get uh,
0: LeBron James.
1: No, we don't even get LeBron James. Oh, okay. Don't,
0: Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> don't <laughs> sully, don't <laughs> sully
1: LeBron James's name by Bill Murray. Bill. Yeah, we got Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill Murray, Porky Pig, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, got the got the Goon Squad that came out. Yeah, you know, wearing you know Omega the Bucks wearing the Toon Squad shirts, and Don Callis with like the shortest pair of shorts <laughs> that I have ever seen in a in a long time. Yeah and um what they had their little dribbling routine right there in the beginning too they were
0: trying to uh I think Kenny Omega is yeah. probably one of the most talented wrestlers uh, that I've seen in a long time but the worst ball dribbler <laughs> dude ever. cannot dribble a basketball <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: well the point is like with the stakes being so high I would Think they would
0: seem like they would take it a little more seriously than what they did. Uh, I'm okay with that because that that's been their <laughs> yeah that's fine. no but that's, that, that's been their no, angle. I mean the Bucks have been arrogant and flashy and in in um, careless the last several weeks. So I'm totally okay with that. That doesn't that doesn't I, mean, I see me. why I see why they did it. Yeah, it was good. It was just to come off
1: looking like assholes. pretty right. much. Like yeah, snobby. You know, assholes. But I would think, to a certain extent, you want to take it a little more seriously.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I'm with you. I get. I I mean, no, I I get what you're saying. Um, But again, what is what? What's what is the reason that everyone hates them? And it is because of the arrogance, right? You know, I mean, we talked about it before. They're they're the ones with the pencil, you know. So they have every reason to be arrogant.
1: Uh, it was just. It was kind
0: of. Ah, I think you're
1: gripping it at straws is, it was here. Kind of goofy. <laughs> Listen here, cornet. There are a bunch of goons. A
0: <laughs> bunch of geeks. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, you know, there were some. There were. Uh, I, yeah, it was a little goofy. I, I get you, you know, and and it didn't help uh, the box office numbers for for Space Jam Two because no, it's. It didn't. I mean. I think people after that, after that match, people probably went back to the cinema to ask for another refund. Like, yeah. I just saw I just saw Space Jam three, and it was even worse. <laughs> uh, um,
1: but yeah, and the match was really clustered, I think. That was a tough one. I mean,
0: 10man uh, ma- elimination. there's was it a tornado? Yeah, it's, it was eliminate. It was yeah. Uh, no, it was an elimination man like Survivor Series? Right. And so it was. But was it like
1: a tornado kind of thing? Was it a tornado deal? I don't, deal? Or no. Like, it was not a tornado.
0: It was just. That's what it seemed. That's. I mean, that's what it seemed like though. It was nuts. I mean, uh, it was all over the place. It really was. Was Rick Knox the the ref? Because if you, I think so. Yeah, that makes perfect so. sense. Yeah, yeah. Because he's go. terrible.
1: There we go. Well, it's not just. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just not his fault
0: either. But you know, I, yeah, he follows the participants as well. Yeah, it's the participants as well. It's terrible. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it was it was you know falsies from you know from bell to bell. So that's yeah. that's always tough. I don't know. Yeah, it was just... But anyway, you were talking about implications and stakes. The stakes were what? So if um,
1: what if, if the Dark Order 1 and Hangman would get a shot at Omega for the title and Uno and Grayson would get a shot at the tag team titles, right? Correct.
0: Okay. But the problem is I don't know that that was very well advertised. I mean, I knew that. Um, you didn't know that. But I know. I, I forgot about it. But the, I forgot about even it. Even so, there should be yeah. – one thing WWE does well <laughs> is reminding the holy hell out of you of what they want you to know. Yeah. And so they that should have been talked about more. There should have been a post-match interview, but I'm like, oh, you know, Dark Order, Adam Page, you know, how does it feel knowing that not only did you – cost yourself a shot at Kenny Omega for the world title, but you cost Evil Uno and Stu Grayson a shot at the tag titles. You know what I mean? Like that should have been talked about more.
1: Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it should have been built up to feel more like a bigger deal. Right. Than
0: what it was. But it was truly secondary. And um, now we'll probably see uh, Christian versus Kenny Omega at All Out. That's, I mean,
1: that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. I mean they they have made mention about Christian being the number one ranked, wanked, petted. Yeah. I want to pet it. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <wanna> pet it. <laughs> Christian is the number one petted <laughs> individual petted in AEW right now. He just gets some heavy petting from everyone. Yeah. Just walks up, yeah. zip.
1: <laughs> the number one ranked. Oh,
0: re- yeah, that's different.
1: Ranked, uh, singles competitor in the in the. Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my! Um, <laughs> you had one too many Lex Loggers over there uh,
1: in the heavyweight division for <laughs> AW. So <laughs> the heavyweight, the heavyweight petting division. <laughs> EW. <laughs> you had a heavyweight
0: Lex Lager.
1: Yeah. So that kind of seems like where it possibly might be going for them.
0: Yeah, it, it definitely, yeah. yeah. It seems like it's going to be Christian, Kenny Omega uh, at All Out, um, which is, yeah, it's kind of out of left field, but it'll be, I think it'll be cool. I think Kenny is trying to do, I think Kenny is subtly trying to do a um, us versus them storyline without actually making mention of it. I'm going to beat all of these former WWE wrestlers, you know, just to kind of stick it to them. They'll never acknowledge that ever, but just look at the track record and kind of what he's done so far. And I really feel like that's something that they're, again, just kind of sneak it in there.
1: That they're booking for themselves.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Stroke their ego maybe a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, because it, well, everyone always makes the joke about well, uh, <laughs> it's the big show. Everyone always makes that joke about like if the Bucks went to WWE, they would be, you know, job into the Ascension and probably broken up and ma- making, made into singles wrestlers. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um. Were there any we get other. Get into the main event? <laughs> yeah, was there anything else of note that you wanted to speak about on Dynamite? Um, well, I mean, Darby Allen's promo. Mm. Yes, please. Uh. Mm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm. You, you caught me mid swig. Yeah.
1: Um, so, AEW announced that they're going to be running the United Center in Chicago. Big. Yeah. Um, which I think from last time I read anything about it, I mean, this could have changed right now at this point, they were what they had like 12,000 tickets sold Yeah, for it. I think tickets went on sale Friday, either Thursday or Friday for that show. And they're, like I said, they were already up to, I believe 12,000 tickets. Okay. And I think what that... That's an 18,000-person venue. Oh, is it? I believe, but, you know, with the stage set up for the entrance and then you've got the, you know, the ring in the middle, it's going to cut back on some of that seating. So I think if you're running a pro wrestling show there, I want to say, like, 14,000 is probably the It's 21,000. Sell- oh, 21,000. Yeah,
0: so maybe 18,000 is adjusted. For the ring and the entrance, possibly, yeah, possibly that might be it.
1: Well, it's possibly so. We'll say anywhere between fourteen thousand to eighteen thousand, right? For like you know a sellout, possibly, but yeah. So there were, so they announced that, and then um, Darby was in the closet with Sting, um, <laughs> and, they <were> ta- <laughs> and they were talking to Alex, you know Alex. Oh, a Marv and um, Darby made mention about um, going to Chicago and what, seeing who, seeing who can prove if they are the best in the world. Yep. Something along those lines, right?
0: Yeah. So they actually did a lot of different call outs to the rumored appearance of CM Punk or the rumored signing of CM Punk. Um that was the first one. Right? Well, people say, "Oh, well, they did a knee in the knee to the face bulldog that CM Punk always did in the f- opening match." Okay, maybe. But
1: well, that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, they did a freaking lockup, which CM Punk, you know, often does. <laughs> yeah. Come on. They
1: walked to the entrance. Oh my god, walked he, to the ring. He did it twice. just
0: like Punk. Um <laughs> stupid but that was the first true call to to cm punk as they said hey we're going to the united center in in chicago illinois and then yeah have the interview with with darby and he says if you you know if you're the best in the world then this is where you need to be he's AEW? Mm-hmm and then the next one was uh not to skip around but um after the main event, when Jericho beat Nick Gage, spoiler alert, shit, shit I, I, I said him backwards. Um, he, he, MJF said, uh, Chris Jericho, as you're lying there in the ring, as you're lying, th- yeah, as you're lying, whatever. Um, but that was a callback <laughs> to Punk's pipe bomb. That's what he said to Cena when he oh yeah says you're yeah. lying there. Anyway. So do you think that Punk's gonna show up at the United Center? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think?
1: Is he gonna be there? Um, it's it's a strong possibility. I mean, they are they want it, obviously want it to be a surprise, but they want to subtly do these little teases without actually coming out and saying that he's gonna be there.
0: Yeah, and I just hope they don't put too much of that into it. You know, I mean, one thing that Punk said months ago was someone asked him on, like, a Q&A on, t- on Twitter, like, who do you think AEW should sign next? And he said, I think they should focus on who they have. Well, I agree. <laughs> and especially, even though that he's signed there now, I want them to do that. You know, let's not look ahead too much, which is easy for us to say, Um while at the same time we're clamoring for some new surprise. Yeah, right. But I, I truly hope that they, they don't, you know, leave guys like Jungle Boy out in the cold, you know, or Darby Allen. Yeah. I think Darby versus Punk could be really cool. I think Sting versus Punk could sell a shitload of tickets. Ugh. I mean, I get it. The, the match quality would not be great, but that... Headline would be huge. Um, one thing that I looked for because I everybody had their dream matches for Punk, it was like you know Punk versus Omega, Punk versus Pac, Punk versus Moxley. You know all of these dream matches of Punk now coming to AEW. The one that I didn't see, which kind of blows my mind, but I think the great uh, one of the greatest feuds he could have, just from a pure like selling it standpoint, from talking on the mic. Punk versus Kingston.
1: Yeah, I mean, the the promos would definitely be great. Oh, man, they'd be I, so great. Yeah, I don't disagree with you about that at all. At all. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, um, what they do with him when he gets there. Yeah. Well, if he gets there. I mean, still at this point, nothing's been... Nothing's been, you know, one hundred percent confirmed, and I don't think it's going to be until whenever they decide to debut. Well, I
0: think so. so That could be feud of the year, twenty twenty two. Okay, Punk versus Kingston. Yeah, I I think feud of the year for twenty twenty one. So far, you ready for this? (laughs) I'm ready. AEW versus Domino's Pizza. Oh my gosh! (laughs) What?
1: Ooh, Domino's is not happy.
0: They are so not happy. Not happy no, at all. Shaq is gonna not show happy. up for a different reason. Oh wait, that's Papa John's. Shit. What's the uh what
1: what was the mascot for Domino's dot?
0: Who? Or whatever. No. The, well, the, who was
1: who was the noid? The guy Yeah, the noid. Avoid Isn't the noid. It, the, <laughs> uh That's what AEW's gonna have to do. They should. They're gonna have to avoid well, I mean, after that match, I think the
0: Noid. I think, you know, they will be a- avoiding the Noid. I think the Noid. On. I think Kenny Omega should dress up as the Noid. I think that would be incredible. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> uh, so Jericho, so, yeah, Gage. Domino's yeah,
1: Domino's not too happy with Jericho and Gage or E. W. No, you
0: know, th- thankfully, so. You know, I went back and listened to some old episodes of season two, and I remember you said that you had this idea for a segment where basically my wife recapped what happened um, each week.
1: Oh, my God. I am so glad that I did not ask you about this after you told me that your wife sat down and watched that
0: match with Oh, my you. God, dude. It was like <laughs> – it was, it was like um, – like if you if you went to if you were watching a movie with your parents when you were a kid and there just happened yeah. to be nudity in it and you're yeah. like uh oh, I'm I'm not interested in this. Humana, 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 humana. Let's, uh, we'll, let's watch something else. Uh, that was that was the same it was the same type of situation. Like she was just yeah. like, uh, you know, watch whatever you want and it was Jericho Gage and she's like, Oh my god. <laughs> And she was the one that pointed out the fact that there was a Domino's commercial right after Nick Gage cut yeah. Jericho with a pizza cutter. I was like, yeah I, I, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's so funny because like you are in that moment, you're personally responsible for everything that's happening on the television. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, you have the remote in your hand. I don't
0: I don't really know what to say. This is this happens from time to time. Yeah. People. Yeah. You know, get stabbed. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's uh, oh. you know, here we are.
1: I mean, that does make AEW
0: look bad, though, as far as, you know, on the sponsorship side. Bah. Tony Khan could give a shit. He doesn't. I mean, who cares? Because <laughs> they, they will lose dominoes. They, uh, yeah. And that's fine. They'll lose dominoes. CM Punk will show up, and they'll get Papa John's. They'll get pizza. I mean, I'm for real. there will be more eyes on the product, and you being sensitive. will lose that. <laughs> I'm no seriously. Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh,
1: what did you think of the match?
0: It was what it was. I mean, what you know. I think Jericho did a great job because you know you know Jericho obviously is the architect of that match, so it's probably let's yeah. just bullshit around. But here's these spots. Um, yeah, it was it was it was great for what it was. You see Jericho bladed on his arm. Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> Jericho will be like if, if if there are like ten or eleven or twelve year old kids out there that don't really know too much about Chris Jericho, but other than what they've researched. Jericho yeah. will be their Terry Funk.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I don't know about that, but... I mean, uh, I mean uh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. It was... Dude. I had mixed feelings about it.
0: Can we pause for just a second?
1: Like the show? Yeah.
0: <laughs> So,
1: uh, yeah, like I was saying, I, I had mixed feelings about the match, uh-huh. honestly, just, um, well, like 14, 15-year-old me probably probably would have loved it, mm-hmm. honestly, would have gotten like a huge kick out of it, but um, it was just like, it was weird to watch, especially on a, on a, um, nationwide cable channel
0: ultimately you and I are in the same boat on this yeah I I I like I enjoyed it I thought it was a it was a good match for what it was supposed to be Mm -hmm. Um, but it goes back to what you've said already where it's like AEW needs to do this less frequently yeah like I was it's funny because I, I was trying to explain it to my wife uh-huh. And I was like, let me let me let me drop some logic.
1: Let me paint a let me paint a really a really big picture for you
0: real quick. Yeah. I want to give you logic uh, <laughs> behind fake fighting. Okay. Uh- <laughs> She's just like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you sent me that gif of Paris Hilton scrolling her phone saying, Okay, that's 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 this. Yeah. Um but I was like no DQ matches shouldn't happen this frequently. It should be, there are a rules of engagement that must be followed. There's two people that enter a ring and they have to follow these rules. And it's the same as any athletic event, right? Yeah. Only in the situation of like a blood feud where these two just cannot settle their differences. Does it become extra stipulations like a no DQ?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However, that's not been the case lately. It's no DQ PDQ. <laughs> extra D extra cheese yeah in this case um, so yeah so I, I was right there with you I was watching it and and I was watching it through different a different lens you know being that Brie was watching it with me because I was like man I could I could see how if she's like uh, you know wrestling's not that bad I can watch it and then she yeah. sees this match like yeah now, Well, you, I don't really have a lot to say <laughs> yeah like
1: do you think that could have been something that like completely turned her off to wrestling,
0: just by seeing that. I mean, she's she's she stays turned off by wrestling. Like this, <laughs> <laughs> there is no turn on. Yeah,
1: that switch has never went into the on position at all. No, so. no. Me yeah. in biker tights, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs>
0: um,
1: at least a slight dim. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like, oh, okay, maybe I'll. Uh, we'll see what happens here. Um, but that's. That's it. That's where it stops. Um, but I think about that for what you said earlier, the casual wrestling fan, you know, the person that's like, Hey, I just enjoy the competition of, of pro wrestling and the storylines and everything like that. They see something like that. And they're like, Oh no. <laughs> well, it, it could go either way. I mean,
1: you could, Mm-hmm. it really, yeah. You have like your casual, you know, your person. Okay. Let's say you just have your person who's flipping through channels one night, and they happened to come across this, this wrestling program that they've never seen before. So, and like, oh, I'll check this out. So they could either go two ways. They could have seen that match and just been like, Ugh, "This, this is what what's on TV for wrestling now." I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Or they, <laughs> who could is have, that? Gary Busey?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um... <laughs>
1: Nice So they, uh, they could come across that match And just be like I can't believe this is what wrestling is now I mean just mm-hmm. these people rolling around in glass And all this other crap Yeah. Or you could have Could have the other person Who comes across it And they are completely like pulled in by it mm-hmm. You know yeah. like this is awesome I've never seen anything like this before So right. I mean I don't know There, like I said there's two ways You could look at it like that but um, I don't know we'll see it's just a hard it's a hard thing to say it's a hard thing to call I don't know if it, if it ultimately is gonna by having a match like that on a national you know cable television station is gonna be beneficial or if it's gonna be a detriment down the road for them
0: yeah i i definitely think regardless either way let, let's say it was a good thing let's say they get a they get an uptick in viewership from it
1: mm-hmm.
0: they still need to do it less frequently
1: oh yeah i mean not even nec- necessarily that type of match i mean but just in general with the specialty matches they really need to like rein those in and right you know sprinkle those out more them, like, sprinkle yeah, those matches out more than what they have been.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you th- like the traditional like show psychology would be like, okay, well, you need you know singles matches dominate the show, but you have tag matches to to switch it up. You have women's matches to switch it up. You have maybe a three way dance to switch it up. Mm-hmm. That's that's the cadence of of allowing certain matches to be special. It shouldn't be every show, yeah, you've got singles matches, but some of them are no DQ. That's that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because there's no reason for that. Again, if you're if you are subscribing to the traditional convention of rules of engagement for pro wrestling, right? Like it just doesn't it shouldn't shouldn't come to that for every single show. Like Well Luchasaurus is gonna face uh uh I don't know, um Kip Sabian for no reason, in a tables match. Yeah. Yeah. What? I don't know. So, I mean, the big thing, though, is, and I wanted to spend more time on this, but I see that we've gone a long time, so I don't want to spend too much time on it, but Mm -hmm. um, I'm really excited about this new, hot, young prospect that they've been talking about. Hot, new, young prospect? Yeah, you haven't haven't heard about this new kid? He's really young. Uh Uh-uh. In fact, his name means youth. What? Of course, I'm talking about Juventud Guerrera. Oh, God. The juice.
1: <laughs> the juice is loose. Juicy, juicy, next week. Juicy fruit is
0: coming to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, next week. Oh, my gosh.
1: So you go from... You start with uh, Jericho having a match with Sean Spears. Yeah. And only Sean Spears can use a chair. Right. Next match is against Nick Gage. Yeah. In a no DQ match. And then now you yeah, have to you face. Yeah, you out all the you, stops. Yeah, you have to face a uh, like a mid-40-year-old, and you have to use a top <laughs> the maneuver from the top rope to win.
0: Yeah. Yeah, next week, uh, I, I, if he be if he somehow gets past Juventud Guerrera, oh, if that's a big if F. somehow That's a big F then next week he will face, um, Corey from Boy Meets World in a match where one of them has to kiss Topanga. Uh, I got nothing there. That's, I had nothing. Yeah. I don't,
1: I don't know how I feel about that.
0: So my thought initially, and this is why I said I wanted to spend more time on it, but I just, it's, you know, it is what it is. Oh, you see what I did? see what I did there? It is what it is. I, I would love if they were able to stretch the labors of Jericho long enough to where. So he's going to be in labor for longer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, the la- you stretch it long enough to where it meets uh, Fandango's ninety-day no compete clause, and he's one of the no- the labors of Jericho. No. Uh,
1: what? No. He lost
0: to Fandango in WWE.
1: I know, but come on.
0: Well, I mean, at, at this point, why not? You know. Yeah. Throw, <laughs> let's do it. Let's just do it, baby. <laughs> All right, how about this? Jericho versus Jay and Silent Bob. In a secret stash match.
1: (laughs) In a burning cross match. Yeah. Uh, Why not? Let's just do it. So...
0: It's all all labor. It's been a labor so far. (laughs) All right, well, so I think think we're, we're, we're coming down to a close here. What are you most looking forward to this week? Whovie versus Jericho or... Not really. Okay. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm most looking forward to? I'm glad you What's asked. That? I will tell you. Um, okay. I was just going to. So. Raw? No. Uh, Raw is in Chicago this week. So you're going to have like a bunch of people
1: yelling CM Punk. Exactly. And just being raucous.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to that. And WWE deserves that tenfold. Because when when asked for comment on if Punk signed with AEW, WWE response was, we have zero interest in CM Punk. He can be their problem now.
1: (laughs) So you're... Maybe expect, yeah, expecting possible backlash from the crowd or some sort of. Oh man, I certainly hope yeah, so. Just a I mean, bunch of
0: like, Boo! well, not that. Just CM Punk. Just you know, just them taking over the show. Yeah, you know, and and that's and and I hate to say that for the sake of the talent on the show, you know, because ultimately that's really all you and I care about is the talent on the show. We we want the people that work there to. You know, get what they deserve. Yeah, but man, WWE really makes it hard for them.
1: They definitely don't stack the cards in their favor at times. It Mm-mm. seems like Mm-mm. so. Um, but no, I will tell you one thing that I am looking forward to. Okay, the uh, the next NXT NXT Takeover event. Ooh, yeah. Why? Got because we are finally going to have Walter and Ilya. Dragonov, Dragonov off. Off
0: two, Oof. Is, uh, is official for that event. That's going to be. What's your wh- okay? Well, we could spend a lot of time on that too. What? Who do you think wins that one? I think Walter wins again. Okay, why do you say that?
1: I mean. Well he's they've already had him as NXT champion for I think two years. Yeah. The UK champion. If not, it's really close to two years. Mm-hmm. Or a little bit over two years. And I just I think that's great. I love seeing that. Especially Me too. Especially with someone like Walter who's as dominant and just like so imposing as he is. Like I I love
0: seeing that. So. I think you're right. I think Walter wins in an incredible, incredibly hard-hitting match. Oh, that, it's going to be so physical. Oh man! And especially so in all, physical. especially in front of people. Oh yeah, it's going to be nuts. Yeah. But I think Walter wins, and at the end of the match, Davy yeah, Boy Gage Smith, <laughs> Davy Boy Smith Jr. comes out. To face, to, to, to have a face off with Walter. Uh,
1: but he's not signed with NXT UK though.
0: No, he's not. No. But. Yeah, no. I mean, he's not, but it, it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, Ciampa um, faced Walter.
1: Yeah, that's true. But. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Mm, that is a good call though that is yeah that that is something to look forward to
1: yeah uh, speaking of look forward to, speaking of looking forward to things um we, are we wrapping this up now well, I mean, we are but what I mean hey whatever what? you got there
0: what? whatever I got yeah I got some none right now mm. <laughs> well, you <laughs> said speaking um, of looking forward are you looking forward to ending this is that what you're saying no <laughs> that was a joke. Oh, yeah.
1: but I know, I, I know the whole process with you and Soundtrap,
0: so. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like just watching the, the time and I'm like, this is going to be tough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah,
1: I mean, that's all I got for tonight.
0: Okay. Well, Hey, good, uh, good, good episode one. I think.
1: Of season three? Of
0: season Offici- three, yeah. Officially third, season three. Third time's a charm. My plan for season two was to just not ever stop. It was just like endless. Like, we're like, oh, it was episode 100 of season two. That was the plan. And then, I don't know what the hell happened. But so, yeah. this th- third time's a charm. Holy Lord, I'm getting attacked over here. Damn doinkin' donuts. <laughs> um, the dink- dinkin' donuts? The dinkin', dinkin' and doinkin'. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So breaking news, <laughs> you can I, now I find us, <laughs> <laughs> you can now find us on Facebook and Instagram at quick pain pod. Um, that's, that's back up again. That is back up again. Oh yes. And updated at least weekly <laughs> <laughs> periodically yeah. I mean, it's better than nothing so. occasionally we update it yeah <laughs> uh but no you know give us a follow there interact with us um and then our link to uh i don't know other things around that i don't fucking know it's wow just... what <laughs> way to sell it buddy way to sell it <laughs> i don't know you know just order dominoes and you know tell, tell them we sent you <laughs> yeah say uh I, nick gage uh, said that you guys can't outcut the king yeah. at least that's what i heard on this podcast that's what i heard that's what i heard yeah um but now that's that's all i got quick Pain pod on you know uh, uh, random social media platforms but otherwise mm-hmm. you just subscribe yeah. Subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, stuff just, like that. It's just a click, a, a push click. on your
1: phone. A push on your
0: phone. That's all. That's all. I, I like ask. it. Yeah. It's our slogan. Quick and painless pro wrestling podcast. It's a push on your phone. That's it. <clears throat> uh, yep. What else you got? Anything? Is that it? Nope. That's it. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Yes.